Woods Big List, another smashing success today. Kind of got us in the holiday spirit a little bit, huh? It did. Your favorite Christmas gift of all time. I love that. Uh, we also talked to Natasha, who has some relationship questions, and she's taking this <laughs> to another higher power. To a spiritual realm. In our uh, first break of the day, your eyes look terrible. Why? We talked, <laughs> we talked about that. And the feud sucks now. Uh, oh, yeah. The feud was... Well, I won, so whatever. Anyway, you'll hear it all right now on the podcast. Brian Riley, it wasn't your fault, brother. I, I, I hope not. It was, a great, it was a great question. Yeah, it was. You'll hear it right now on the podcast. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Yes, it is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score, put it up on the trashy scale, and a trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Texas, my friend. Tejas. What about the Alamo? Well, that's where we have ourselves a gentleman, 23-year-old Jonathan Ray. Now, Jonathan, he's not walking the line, Kelly Jordan. Uh-oh. He's been causing problems for his mama. In fact, his mama said, you know what? I've had enough of it. Get your stuff and get the hell out of my house. She kicked him out. Good for her, man. Save the drama for your mama. And she honestly didn't know where he was for a couple of days. But one night, she was in her kitchen, and she was making, and I'm going to try to say this, pasole? Pasole? Okay. Apparently, it's a type of stew. Yeah, it's like a Mexican stew. My wife makes pasole. Okay. Is it good? It's pasole. Okay. Wow. No, it's, 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 it's all right. Well, Jonathan Ray is a fan of it. That's because just after midnight... The mom heard a little ruckus in the house. Sure enough, she walked in, and there was Jonathan Ray in the kitchen with the pot of pasola. And he was going to town, just getting himself some down-home. His mom said, you get the hell out of here. He said, what are you going to do, make me? She did. That's when she grabbed a broom and started smacking him around the house. He ran towards the back door, carrying the pot of pasola in his arms. And fled the scene. Well, sure enough, Mom, she wasn't giving up the chase. She wanted that dinner back. She took after him. She found out that Jonathan Ray apparently had been living in the ceiling of the garage. (laughs) Well, did Mama say, hey, you know what? Let's figure this out. You're my son. I love you no matter what. No. Mom said to hell with this and called 911. Really? When authorities showed up, they said, you got to get him out of here. I'm tired of dealing with his foolishness. He was arrested for felony burglary and booked into jail. No worry. No word on the uh, pasole. What? what was the burglary? The pasole? I guess so. He broke into the house. He burgled. Okay. Mm-hmm. I always think of burglary as stealing something. He did. The pasole. He took it out of, under right. his arm and left. But what's the value of the pasole? Priceless. <laughs> According to mama. Next time Brianna makes some, I'll bring some in for you. You can you can give it a try. You say that, but you won't. Well, because usually it, it's all gone. So. Oh, all right. But either way. All right, let's get this one a score, shall Come we? Come on. Um, you know what? Getting in a fight with your mom is trashy. Oh. I'm sorry. We've all been there. What was he fighting? I've never once fought with my mom. Never? Not even once. Oh, okay. What does... <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm taking a little look back on my life. Hey, you know what? I end up on the trash... I end up having so much in common with the trash flash so often, it's nice to see you taking one. Hey, you know what? No. She had it coming a couple of these times. So did I. What, your mom? Yeah, we just got to burn it off. Yell at each other for a little bit, <laughs> and we're good. I can't even imagine yelling at my mom. Mm. I don't even think me and my mom have ever had a conversation, though. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. When you're standing in the kitchen, your mom comes scooting by on her scooter and just runs over your feet and just keeps on cooking. <laughs> She's got it coming. <laughs>
mess. <laughs> All right. I don't care. Arguing with your mom is trashy. That's your mama. All right. 150 points. We won't score it All super right. big. Now, what was their initial fight about? I forgot. Didn't say, but she kicked him out at the age of 23 and said, I'm tired of messing with them. Getting kicked out of your house by your mom at the age of 23. Seems trash. That's trash. You As someone, again, who has been there. Right. Me too. I've never been kicked out, but I was living with my parents at 23. So. My dad called me a food-eating boomerang because yeah. I kept coming home. My dad would just say, oh, you still live here? <laughs> what happened with that lease? I'm like, yeah, I got, got canceled. Apparently can't shoot up fireworks in the apartment. <laughs> All right, so we got that one. Uh, what else do we have? We have um, living in the roof of the garage or living in the ceiling. Uh, that's trashy. <laughs> that's very trashy. As a matter of fact, I feel like that's 200 points trashy, if that's okay with you. Especially in Texas. Even in December, that's got to be hot. It's got to be hot mm-hmm. up there. Um, breaking into the house and eating all the pasole. That's trashy. That's super trashy, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get that 175. Walking- Since, well, hold on a second. Since we're sharing, yeah, I'm going to throw this on the fire here. Please. I once had a friend of mine show up to my house super drunk, mm-hmm. let him in, said, you can sleep here. He yeah. went into my kitchen and he ate an entire pot roast. Was it cooked? Yeah, but he ate it like an apple. <laughs> <laughs> the next morning, my mom was like, who ate the pot roast? We blamed it on the dog. Right. And just said, I don't know what happened. Just dog must have got into it. Oh, man, his guts must have just been tore up. It, trust me, he was not feeling well the next day. That's a lot of beef to take in at once. But he even said, he's like, man, that was fantastic. <laughs> Guess we'll never know, man. No potatoes or nothing. That's trashy. <laughs> All right. Uh, where are we at on this? Uh, he was arrested. That's 75. Yeah. Um, How about the fact your mom says, no, take him to jail? That's trash. That's trashy, man. That's, that's mama's love right that there. That almost makes me sad. I'm going to put another 150 on for that. Hopefully it's a wake-up call. All right. All right. This is, wow, this actually got a really high score. I'm surprised. I didn't even give any points to your friend in this one. He, sh- he deserves it. <laughs> Here we go. Today, our gentleman in Pasole in the ceiling of the attic earns himself a whopping 925 points. Trash. Kevin Wood. Why should we talk to you on Monday is when someone is doing something big over the weekend, so they call us up so we can all be a part of it, and that is why we have Natasha on the phone with us right now. Right now. Natasha, why should we talk to you on Monday? Hey, guys. So this weekend, I plan to go see a psychic, hopefully um, to give me some advice on my relationship. Okay. Um, just trying to, yeah, just trying to figure out, like, is he the one? Is it worth my time? So I'm not sure, and I think a psychic might be able to help me. Well, is this something you do often? Like, do you go to a psychic for other reasons or? No, this is actually my first time. A friend actually told me I should try it. So I was taking it into consideration. Mm. Okay. Is there a reason? Do you think the relationship is going bad? Do you suspect him of Um, anything or? Like, I don't think he's cheating. It's just things just kind of seem a little standstill. So I just want to know, should I move forward? Should I give him a chance or should I just kind of? Nip it in the bud. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I find this interesting because honestly, I, I you, now let's be real here, Kelly. Yes. You and I both believe in the spirit world, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like I believe in ghosts. I believe in that kind of stuff. I believe it's a real thing, especially like when I did my ghost hunt and they talked about, you know, psychics doing tarot card readings and all that stuff. I just don't know. I, what, it terrifies me. And I don't know at what part it becomes sacrilegious. I, I don't know any of this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but I do think there's definitely something out there. That people can tap into. So are you are you looking for like a like if this person like you're psychic, you go and you talk to him and you say, hey, what do you think? And they say, nope, this person's all wrong for you. Now you've never been. You said this is the first time you've ever done it. Is that enough yeah. for you to say 
Okay, never mind. I'm out of this relationship. How long have you been with the guy? Um, it's only been a couple of months, but like I said, a friend referred me, and she had she has had good results. So I'm kind of hoping that it goes the same way for me. Okay, good results is so, in what like? So, um, so when she went to the psychic, she had the same situation. She wanted to know if you know he was right for her, and you know the psychic told her give him a chance, and maybe a couple of weeks later she got a ring. So I'm hoping the Ooh. same thing might happen for me. Is that what you're hoping to do? You're hoping to goad the spirit world into getting you a ring? I mean, if the spirit world can help, um, I'm all for it. <laughs> but you haven't known him that long. I was about to say, so wait a second. You're willing to let the psychic decide whether or not to get this person married. If, if they, On the flip side, if the psychic says this person's all wrong for you, are you willing to break up with them strictly off of what the psychic says? See, that's where the confusion comes in. Well, I mean, it, and I guess it all depends on how much you believe in it and how much, you know. Because, like, if, I believe in it, but I don't know if I'm basing a life decision. Right. What if What if you went there and they were like, no, this guy's a terrible man. Get away from him. Would you do that? Uh, I guess we'll have to see, right? Oof. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so you're kind of just going into this with eyes wide open. Whatever happens is going to happen, and then you'll just kind of play it from there on out? Yeah, at this point, you know, the dating pool is kind of eh. So I'm just going with the flow at this point. Now, can I ask you, have you told him you're doing this? I did not. I wouldn't. No, I'd, yeah, I'd definitely keep yeah, this one under wraps. I don't wraps. scare him away, so I'm trying to, you know, sneak out on the weekend, go see her, come back. Hopefully I hear some good things. This would definitely scare him away, too, what? for many reasons. Well, I, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't scare me away that like you believe in this kind of stuff. It would scare me in the way in the fact that you're putting that much trust in someone versus talking to me about it. You know what I mean? Well, or to me is be like, well, how? What if you think you're more serious than he does, and this is the way that he? Oh boy, I don't know. <laughs> oh no. People don't call in for Why Should We Talk to You Monday for a judgment. They no. call in to just tell us what they have going on over the weekend. So, and I'm, I'm very interested to see how this all works out. And is this a is this a psychic that was recommended to you? Yeah, her friend said it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. This is the same one. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Natasha, oh, we wish you the best. Mm. And, and hopefully it works out the way you want it to. In this realm and the next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And we'll call you the same time on Monday, okay? And we'll find out how did it go going to see a psychic about your current relationship, okay? Okay, great. Can't wait to talk to you guys. Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood's Big List. What do you want from us today, Wood? Very simple. What was the best Christmas gift you ever got? 320-656-9453 is the phone number. We got a lot of people sitting on hold. What about you? So for Christmas, when I was younger, I told my parents that I wanted an Escalade and a Hummer those were my favorite vehicles at the time. Here they give me a toy replica of my dream cars. Okay. So wait a second, you were asking for the actual automobile, which was probably like 50, 60 grand at the time? <laughs> yep. And they didn't even get you the power wheels. They just got you a couple of model cars? Yep. And I was happy as can be. Oh, oh really? Right. I'm, about to, I'm about to start calling you spoiled. I won't lie to you. <laughs> Well, that's so cool. That's thank- a good one. Yeah. Thank you for calling in this morning. You're welcome. All right. Keep the calls coming. 320-656-9453. What about you, Wood? Best Christmas gift ever. Boy, that's going to be a tough one. I, I I would probably say my Sega. Okay. When I was a little kid. Right. Because everyone else on my block had Nintendo. You got the Sega. And so when they wanted to play Sonic, everybody had to come to my house. And I was kind of king of the roost. <laughs> right. You know? Mine was definitely my A-team train set. 
I loved toy trains when I was a kid. Still love toy trains to this day. Mm-hmm. And my parents, as much as I dunk on my parents for being terrible parents, they came through that Christmas. Now, I'm not a huge A-Team fan. Didn't that, they ride around in a van? Yep. But, there, but the van came with the train set. Okay. It came with the van. And then it had a train. So you would jump the train or something with you, it? You could jump the train, actually. It was pretty sweet. I'm in. I, I, I wish I still had that to this day. It was so fun. Uh, other people texting things in. Brian says, I was a Lego kid, but when I unwrapped the Connects Big Ball Factory one Christmas, I was ecstatic. The directions were worse than Ikea, but man, that was worth it. <laughs> Put a couple uh, people on hold here. Uh, how about this? I got tickets to Parker McCollum. That oh, was great. Okay. Concerts are a great Christmas present. Yep. Experiences. Well, because you get that, yeah, you get that that enjoyment of, oh, cool. Yeah. You also then get to look ahead to, oh, I can't wait, I can't wait. And then when you get to go, you get to go. And plus, if you give the the tickets, yeah. Maybe a 50 50 shot, they're going to take you. <laughs> right? right. My wife got, that's why we're going to see Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks tonight. That was a gift. It was an anniversary gift to me. Look at that. Uh, there's some uh, pretty, how about some sentimental ones? Rhonda texted, My baby being born was the best Christmas present ever. That's awesome. That's tough to beat. And then yeah. what, well, everyone else, what do you get? Yeah. I mean, here's some diapers. It's a, it's a, what do you get the person who has everything? <laughs> there you go. How about this? Uh, I My favorite Christmas present was anything that wasn't clothes, Grandma. <laughs> now I love getting clothes, though. You reach an age, right? Yeah, because I never buy them for myself. I think women actually reach that age a lot sooner than boys do. Uh, Debbie Texan said, my son surprised me coming home on leave one Christmas. Oh, that's sweet. I have never hugged anyone that hard before. That's uh, awesome. Those are the videos that'll make you cry. I was to say, I'm a manly man. Yes, you are. I handle my business. The manliest of men. But those videos we're seeing, like, the dad surprise their kids at oh, school or gosh. something, Ooh. and the kids go, oh. Those are so, those are so heart, heartwarming. Give me some. All right, here we go. How about this one? Uh, from Lisa says, I got a little kitten still with me 15 years later. Oh, wait. That's a hell of a cat right there. Uh, other people, some of them text, uh, Cabbage Patch Kid. Oh man, those are so, that was like the go-to toy. I don't remember like late eighties. Late eighties, yeah. yeah. Uh, how about this one? A little older than that, the Atari. I was the first kid on my block to have it. I want to buy one of those things that has all the Atari games on it, and you hook it up to your TV. Mm-hmm. It'd probably get boring super fast. And it's like the size of a wallet, and it has like six thousand games yeah. on it. I bet it would get boring super fast. Uh, it does. As someone who has one. Uh, other couple of few texts here. Uh, win stock tickets from Kelly and Wood. Well, wow. oh, you're very welcome. By the way, this is Wood's Big List, your favorite Christmas gift. We'll have those coming up next hour for you. How about this? My parents gave me the choice of any of the spring fowls when I was 12. Raised them, trained them, and sold them to buy my first car, an 85 Thunderbird Turbo Coupe. Yeah! Dang, I'm not going to lie to you. That's I would a cool be- story. I, is, I'd be a little upset that you gave me a chore. Here's a bird. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you're cut from a different cloth. But if you turn around and make money on it, hell yeah. Good for you. All right. We got someone sitting on hold wants to chime in. Keep the calls and texts coming for Woods Big List, your favorite Christmas gift. 320-656-9453. What about you? Ooh, my Polly Pocket. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Uh, so Polly Pocket, she came in like a house and she had a magic key and you could make her walk around the house because there was a magnet. Oh, wait, where was the magnet? On the key, and then she had a magnet, so you put her in the house and you could make her walk around. So it's kind of like a live-action Barbie thing, huh? Yeah, except it was Polly Pocket, not Barbie. (laughs) Watch your mouth, Wood. That makes me me think, like, (laughs) kids are missing out today because all they want is, like, video. Ooh.
She dropped? Uh, sorry about that. Oh, she dropped. <laughs> All right. Um, Polly Pocket goes on the list. All That's right. a good one there. 320-656-9453 in Wood's Big List. Kevin and Wood. Wood's Big List. You want to know what from us, Wood? What was the best Christmas present you got as a kid? 320-656-9453. Hello? I don't know if you all remember those. I don't know what brand it was. Tonka or Play something. It was the Yappa Dappa Do cars. You know when you get in the car and you have to, you can drive it, steer it, but you have to pedal with your feet. Yes. Oh, you have pedal to walk car. With your feet. Yeah. Yeah. It was like orange and yellow or something like that. Yes. I, I think that was like my most favorite. <laughs> Man, you're going way back Me, on that yeah. one. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have cousins and stuff getting the actual cars with the batteries. And I'm like, yabba dabba do. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Can I? Can I share a little something with you guys? When I bought my daughter her Barbie Corvette Power Wheels, I felt like the coolest dad on the planet Earth because who didn't want a Power Wheels as a kid? Right. Like, those were the coolest kids. and Those were the coolest. No one in my neighborhood even had one. Like, no one had that kind of money in my neighborhood. Mm. But you know what the real flex is? When um, they now have the Power Wheels with the two-seater so your friend can sit with you. Most of the time, it's just a one-seat. Yep. So when I got my niece the two seater, oh, she was the most popular girl in the, in the <laughs> yeah. cruising the beaches. And- That's a good call. Oh yeah. Thank you so much for the call this morning. Uh, a lot of good texts and messages rolling in here. Jeremy's with me. Mine was Sega Genesis. Man, we played that thing to absolute death. Huh. Neely texted in. I got a motorcycle for Christmas one time. Dang. I technically got it for my birthday, and it was like a tiny little thing, but I got it all decorated, everything black and orange paint, and I still have that thing to this day. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty good. Uh, other ones rolling in here. I, Dawn, you lived every little kid's dream. I got a horse for Christmas when I was eight. She actually got a pony. <laughs> That's not bad, right? Dang. Uh, Baz says, I got tickets to Garth Brooks from my husband. That's fantastic. That's uh, other people rolling in here. Teddy Ruxpin. I got a Teddy Ruxpin when I blasted my head open yeah. with the nail. Oh, yeah. My mom was like, look, if you will stop crying, I'll give you this. It was for some other kid. It was like a present exchange or something. And she said, I'll give you this if you just can just stop screaming. And there I was, just covered in blood, head to toe, and I was what like, Teddy Ruxpin. I got you. I like to put like my Motley Crue tapes in the Teddy Ruxpin and see if his mouth would move when I played one of those. Let him do a little yeah. kickstart my heart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other people texting in, I got a new purse, and inside the purse was multiple gift cards, so a shopping spree was in store. Cha-ching. That's a good one. Uh, how about this one? My little niece gave me a pillow pet. I should mention I'm a bearded 35-year-old man, <laughs> but I still have that. I send her a picture with it every Christmas, eight years running now. I love that. Man, it's honestly, when the little ones give you something, yep. it's just different. It uh, is just different. You said it. We're doing Wood's Big List. Favorite Christmas gift of all time. What do you got? My favorite gift I got was a snowmobile from my mom. Dang. Ooh. How old were you when you got it? About 10. It was in an old sled, a 1992 Polaris 440 Indy XCR. Well, me and my mom were poor, but she scrounged up the money to get a a cheap cheap snowmobile that I can enjoy in the winter. That's amazing, man. I love that. What a great story, man. Good on your mom. and Good Heck for yeah. you. That's awesome, man. Thanks for calling in. Yep. Kelly and Wood, hello. Hi. Hi. So I have two Christmas presents that are good. All right. 
Um, the first one was when I was eight or nine, I saw a Christmas village in a store and I told my mom, I just fell in love with it. I thought it was the most amazing thing ever. Okay. And the first year that I was married, uh, first Christmas after I was married here my mom had given me that village. She went back to the store and bought it when I was a kid and oh, gave wow. it to me as an adult. So that was really cool. Um, but the, the one that my mother loves the most is when I was 13, all I wanted was a phone for my room. That's the only thing I asked for. That's all I wanted. So I got this huge box for Christmas, and all my aunts and uncles, you know, 25 of us are in the room, and it was my turn to open this. And I tore into this box because I just knew my parents bought me this phone. Yeah. So I rip into it, rip into the wrapping paper, rip, just fly into everything in front of my entire family, and I reach in and grab a handful of bras and underwear. <laughs> so my, and the phone was at the very bottom, but literally this entire huge box was full of bras and underwear courtesy of my mother. Were they bras and underwear for you to use, or they were just like old? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Jeez. Yes. Well, were they out of yes. your mom's drawer, or where did they come from? Oh, no. No. Yeah, so here I'm at 13 years old, and I'm the oldest cousin, so in front of all my little cousins, all my aunts and uncles, I've got handfuls of bras and underwear. <laughs> it was mortifying. But you got the phone. I did get the phone. All right. That's sweet freedom right there. Hey, thank you so much yeah. for the call. Yeah, have a great day. Man, the texts are pouring in right now. Yeah, I'm trying to get as many of these here as I can. Kind of off the snowmobiles, how about this? We got two new snowmobiles, all new snowmobile gear, jackets, the whole thing. It was the best Christmas. Jason Texan said, my brother and I were raised by a single mother. She got us snowmo- uh, snowmobiles one year. Wow. It was also my birthday was oh, on Christmas man. Day, too. So, hey, that's a good one, man. Love seeing that one. And uh, first time text texting, my wedding ring. There you go. That's tough to be. That's good to end on that one. Come on. Kelly and Wood have this in seconds. Brian Riley will have a question for me and Wood to come up with the most popular answers for in a round of the feud. Next, Brian Riley, I will now turn off our headphones so we can't hear. Would you please tell everyone what the question will be? Go ahead. Name one thing you always have in your pantry. Done? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go. We got the feud on the way next. My favorite morning show. Morning show. It's Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood in the morning. All right, Brian Riley, what is our question in the feud today? Name one thing you always have in your pantry. Ooh, that's a but Wood's gonna crush this one. Ouch. I just no because you're a <laughs> you're a cook. It was a compliment. Oh. It was a compliment. Spent a lot of time in that pantry. <laughs> a lot that's, of friends. I don't know. Kelly's face got real red all of a sudden after trying to explain that. <laughs> it hurts. That's what we have up today in this round of the, the feud. I won last week. I two weeks I, in a row. Two by weeks the way. in a row. Yeah. So not. Not this week's Christmas erroneous, but <laughs> not to put it in your face, Wood. But you're down you're two weeks first, in a row, brother. Can I hear that question again, please? Name one thing you always have in your pantry. Okay, here's the thing. I, I, I am. A, so, are we looking for like individual things, or are these more general answers? These are individual things. They come in. Uh, some come in packages. Okay. Some don't come in packages. Okay. Some things you guys might not actually put in your pantry, but this is the top five answers that I got. Okay. So I think easily the number one answer that jumps to mind. Let's go. When someone's not feeling well, you go get yourself a can of soup. Out of the pantry. It's not on the list. The sauce. <laughs> <laughs> the sauce. Would you haven't gotten an answer right in like three weeks? I know. Honestly, <laughs> that was my first guess too, was soup. Come on. Who doesn't have soup Look, in their pantry? I'm telling Where else you, do you put it? I'm telling you right now. I'll show you. I'm telling you right now. I saw this list and I go, I don't know if I put two of those in my pantry. Okay. Well, I'm going to try one, Wood. And it's 
Very generic answers, by I the way. I just want to note it for the record. Brian Riley just admitted his own list erroneous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Well, I know you guys aren't very good. I should probably get like elementary school questions we here. Dumb it down just yeah, so. I, well, I thought you guys were smarter than this. All right, Kelly, name right. one thing you always have in your pantry. Okay, this I'm, I'm just picturing my pantry in my head, mm-hmm. and I don't, but I don't know if mine's like everybody else's. I'm gonna say something you always have in the pantry: flour. Not flowers, but flour for cooking. It's number five on the list. It's on there. It's on there. By the way, I'm looking at this. This is a very Mexican list. <laughs> oh, let me get my wife on the phone. Pepper, no, peppers are not on it. I'm just going to tell you now. So this isn't Family Feud. This is like El Familio Fudo. <laughs> that's, Watch yourself. That's questionable. So I want my wife to cut you the next time <laughs> she sees you. Can I hear that question again, please? Uh, name one thing you always have in your pantry. She's always got a razor blade on her. All right. Wow. Let's be real here. We got to go to this. And it doesn't matter if it's Mexican. It doesn't matter if it's American, whatever. Chips. Yeah, that's chips, a good man. one. Got to have that really salt. Potatoes, potato chips on the list. Yes, the Ooh. fact that they also went potatoes and potato <laughs> chips As if they're the on same this thing. list, like, they're not the same thing at all. Dude, have you ever had a rotten potato in your pantry? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it stinks. stinks. It stinks. So it's like much. growing roots. Now, everyone says when they're growing roots, that's when they taste the best. Uh, there was no way I'm eating this thing. This thing looked like a carbuncle. <laughs> Who's the person that was like, you know what? This thing's kind of looking funky. I'm going to eat it. I, probably a chef or somebody. <laughs> somebody hungry, I tell you yeah. that much. You know, they have like that thousand-year-old egg that you can get at some oh, restaurant. the black egg. Yeah. Oh. Think about this. How hungry was the first person who ate a lobster? How yeah. hungry that was that? Dude f- had to be hungry. How hungry was the first person to eat anything? Like a salad? Crab? Anything. Ugh. All right, question again, please. Yeah. Name one thing you always have in your pantry potatoes slash chips and flour, both off oh, of the board. Okay. Three more answers left. Well, now you threw me by saying it's Mexican. Mm-hmm. Um, again, thinking about my pantry, that's where you keep your unrefrigerated sodas. I'm going to say soda. Is soda in there? Oh, that's an X. I'm that's back. an X. Okay. Yeah, just a, what? <laughs> You don't wait. What? Where am I supposed to keep unrefrigerated sodas? In the fridge. In the fridge. Unrefrigerated. Why would you you not put it in the fridge when you buy it? Two in at a time. What? I'm sorry, my refrigerator is taken up by food, not just (laughs) sodas and sugary drinks. Yeah. So do you put your white claws like in the cat in the pantry? Right on ice. (laughs) (laughs) When is vegetable crispers? Daddy's Daddy's medicine needs to stay cold. There's no vegetables in the crisper. It's all my claw. By the way, both of you have a strike on you. What's your your, question again? You're up. Name one thing you always have in your pantry. We need to speed it up here, boys. This is taking a long time. All right. Then I'm going to go quick. Sugar. Ah, I was going to say that. Three weeks in a row. Kelly's the winner. Not on the list. I cannot. I was going to say sugar. What are you making with flour without sugar? What dry mouth garbage? A roux. A roux. The other thing I was going to go with was uh, was rice. Yeah, it's number two on the list. Dang it! Two on the list. Rice. All right, you ready for the full list? Yeah, let's hear it. All I right, got nothing. Name one thing you have in your pantry. You always have in your pantry. Number one, beans. No, I have no. Actually, no. I, I my have wife beans. is Mexican. We have beans. Yeah, that's what I said. This is a very Mexican list because the next yeah. one is rice. Okay, okay. rice and beans. Yeah. Potatoes. Okay. My grandma. My, my grandma always has potatoes on mm. stack. Uh, onions. Oh yeah. Dang, I was picturing a bag of onions. Onions, too. and then uh, flour was the last one on the list. Okay. I, erroneous, maybe. Yes. Accurate, somewhat. I mean, Brian Riley even admitted at the start of it, it was erroneous. So, I mean, congratulations. <laughs> I, I, I just said it was a very, you know, ethnic list. That's it all was. I was saying. It stinks to high heaven. <laughs> hey, man, that's three weeks in a row. This has never happened in the history of the feud. Ladies and gentlemen, what? you are witnessing history today. What, what are you losing? 
your touch? Uh, I'm just saying. He's better question. He's losing his edge. Better question. But I'll take a win anyway. I can get it in today's round of The Feud! Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. If I can be honest, I was a little let down by the answer on this one. So we were talking about today back in 1969 is when Sesame Street aired on television for the very first time. So I thought the story behind why it was called Sesame Street would be this awesome story, right? Open Sesame? It's not. Jim Henson, who created the Muppets and Sesame Street and everything like that, he said it gives you an idea of a street where neat stuff happens. <laughs> That's all I got. You know what? I don't even find today's maybe it's just me that interesting to be 100% honest with you. But I always wonder why did they pick the name Sesame? Like maybe that was a family name or yeah. open Sesame, whatever. Just, just we're happy play, happy things happen. But, okay, here's some stuff. What was the address of the house on Sesame Street? You guys know that? No clue. I don't know. One, two, three, Sesame Street Lane? Look at You got it. Wow. <laughs> well, not Sesame Street Lane, because it's already... You don't Sesame get Street Street? I don't know. Street Lane Circle. So, wait a second. There was only one house on the street? It was that brownstone, yeah. And is that the one Oscar Grouch lived in front of? Yep. Okay. And, then, and so, I mean, but there was the produce stand. There was there was other buildings there, but that mm-hmm. was like the that brownstone was Who the main... Who lived in the house? I'm not sure. Maria? Uh, wasn't there Maria on the show? Could be. There was a Maria. I don't remember anybody's name from Sesame Street. Me either. I kind of think Sesame Street's kind of like an acid trip. People no. just living in that house, then all of a sudden you have some monster thing living in your Did Bert garbage. and Ernie live in that brownstone? <laughs> Who lifted Sesame? Well, Bert and Ernie lived, lived together. We know that. Right, but they live in that brownstone. So here's, here's another thing. When it first came out, for the first nine years, it was called Sesame Workshop. Okay. But then they thought it would be more cool if it kind of all centered around this street, and so they called it Sesame Street. Like, nobody Is no, that interesting? Like, <laughs> nobody thought Sesame Street was kind of a little weird now, looking at it now? Back I, I don't know. Not really. Not necessarily. There's I mean, a big walking ostrich talking to you? Like, that's not... Well, it's a children's show. I mean, by that, by yeah, that logic, thinking, everything is weird. But Barney's weird. Teletubbies the, are weird. In the logical sense of moving there. Every cartoon is weird. Dr. Seuss is the king of... Dude Funky. just yeah. did acid and then wrote books. <laughs> that I, dude was whacked out of his mind. One of the best moments of my life, one of the milestones of my life is when my kids were too old for Dr. Seuss books. I was like, thank God I don't have to read these things anymore. I won't read them. They, they, they would give me such bad anxiety when the kids wanted those before they went to bed. Now, I will say this. I prefer Mr. Rogers over Sesame Street. Oh, who wouldn't? I mean... Even though it did kind of trip me out, and then that train would go into that little private world, right? Well, and those those puppets were terrifying. Oh, they were. Lady Elaine, come on, dude, what was that? They looked like they were made in like World War II, over like <laughs> leftover stuff that they would make for kids. Great Depression puppets. <laughs> One of the greatest rumors ever was Mister Rogers wore long sleeves because he was a former like army sniper, sniper and he yeah. had tattoos done. He was like, can't can't show the tattoos to the kids. That was debunked. Yeah, that yeah. was, but. There, been cool there, it was. there was one story about Mr. Rogers. Like this one kid who was in the hospital absolutely loved him. And Mr. Rogers like flew there, didn't tell anybody, and did like a whole show for the kid in his hospital room. Oh man. That is and cool. There's stories like that all over the place. Like yeah. honestly, Mr. Rogers may have been like one of the greatest human beings ever to live. Just a good heart. It's just man. And to think that they never went to his head or anything. Right. Like, he could have been a knob. He had an insanely successful show that was on for, like, 30 years, and the dude was still crazy humble. Just so cool to see. Like, he had a tiny little house with his wife in Cape Cod. Like, just just neat. Mm. Well, my story sucked today. I got to be honest, but I was I was super excited. <laughs> it got us started, man. I was super excited to find out why they called it Sesame Street because I never looked that up before, and it just turns out that's why. Jessica texted it was Maria and Lewis. 
Who lived in the in the brownstone? Yes. And okay. by the way, big shout out here. Who lives in 123 Sesame Street? Bert and Ernie live in the garden unit. Elmo lives alone in the ground floor. The human family who own the place on the second floor. Big Bird in the courtyard. Oscar, of course, in the can out front. In the trash can. Well, that answers a lot. I did. Thank you. Someone texted me. Shout that out in. to Jason. Thank you, Jason, for doing all of our work for us. Brian says, don't forget Captain Kangaroo. He was a Green Beret. Jeez. Is that true or is that... That can't be real. All right, now I got to look that one That'd up. That'd be haunting if that was the last guy you see as he stabs you to death. Yeah. With the bowl cut and Throwing everything. Throwing that glitter in the air. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Bam! Death! <laughs> he distracts you with glitter and then right to the jugular. Oh, this will be fun. This is a nice reprieve from war stab. <laughs> all right, well, I'm sorry. Today wasn't that good, but at least we all learned something, huh? Mm-hmm. And I'll have another one for you starting on Monday, and it'll be way better than this one today. And sometimes only I find them interesting, and that's okay, because... <laughs> Maybe it's just me. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break of the day that we tack on the end of the podcast. We took about Wood. We talked about Wood always being sick today. Mm-hmm. And some other things. All right, we thought your shirt came up again a little bit. Going to see Billy Joel came up. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> we, got a, we covered a lot of ground as we always do in our first break of the day. We tack it on the end of the podcast. We call it our bonus track. Kelly and Wood. Yep, here we go. Friday morning, Kelly and Wood. What'd you know about that? I say something. The disrespect. You look like you got five seconds of sleep last night. Uh, yes, sir. You're lucky I'm here. Do you have pink eye in both eyes? I, you know, I don't even want to, I don't know if I want to talk about it yet. If you get me pink eye, I'm going to be upset. We'll let you get your jokes off. We'll <laughs> let you get your jokes off, sir. Well, cause you, I have a medical issue. I have spoken to my doctors, and I swear to God. Your team of doctors at the Mayo Clinic? I will sue the living hell out of everybody. For what? I don't know. I got to figure out what was a good thing to do. But I, once I do, we're coming for you. You either look high as hell, or you got no sleep, or you have pink eye in both eyes. You got to choose one. Apologize. <laughs> Apologize. Well, maybe a little. Now no, watch yourself. Watch yourself, sir. Oh my God! If you got high before our show, it would never. No, it would never get off the ground. I, I'd never do that. This is. I know is, you would. This is my sanctuary. I know you would. How dare you? I've never drank before our show either. Well, I guess it depends on when I stop drinking the night before. Say. <laughs> it's a loose definition of stopped. Eight eight hours between bottle and throttle. I say. Okay. I think that's the rule. Well, then, hey. First of all, shout out and thank you to anyone who came out to the CMA party. Oh, my God. That was fun. What a awesome, awesome evening. We had an absolute blast. I, I thank God we took yesterday off. Yes, I know. I didn't get to bed till like 1 o'clock. <laughs> Why? What were I, you doing? Mind your business. Yeah, I need to know. And I then got up, got to take my kids to school. That's always fun. Went home. My wife's like, Are you, you, you don't look very well. I was like, I'm going to lay down. I didn't get up until one o'clock in the afternoon. Dang! <laughs> well, you run. You know what? You run so hot that you, you got to shut her down the next day. And I'm battling things. You know that's fine. I, and I'm not. I'm not here to it's for a pat to, on the back. It's hard to look at you right now. I'm not looking for a pat on the back. I don't. I'm not looking for roses, as they say. <laughs> I'm just here to do a good job. Good. That's all I can. You can. And you know what? I won four first-time texters today. I think four is a good number. People could be out hunting again. You know, who knows? Neither yeah. here nor there. Yeah. I want four first-time textures into 320-656-9453. All right. Well, I'm ready to go. Oh, wait. I got the wrong thing loaded up here. Uh, we And again, uh, it was a huge thanks for coming out. Uh, we can announce now what? the Kelly and Wood Christmas party. Yes. 
December 14th, Deciembre 14 will be out at Raleigh's. Yes. And it's and if you like the CMA party, it's a lot of that mm-hmm. with no CMAs on. Mm-hmm. It's just games, games, games. And quick mixes. <laughs> and quick mixes. And the quick mixes. It was but it was it was so cool meeting uh a couple of listeners for the first time. I, I met Triple G for the first time. That's true. I met uh, Chrissy for the first time. Mm-hmm. I think it was the first time anyway. Rachel, who does like half of our production. Oh, yeah. She's always she's always just sending in things for us to do. Finds all of our stories all the time. Got to meet her. It was really cool. It was uh, uh, the donut guy was out there. Yeah. Love seeing him. So it was cool, man. It was just a, a fun, fun evening. And if you didn't say hey. I hope you don't make that same mistake at the Kelly One Christmas party. Maybe next time. Come on. The guy that I was a little bit worried about, because I had a I had a bit of a loud shirt on, and he said, before I play any games, I want to ask Kelly where he got that shirt. Uh-huh. I said, out of your mama's closet. Wow. <laughs> but you know what? I, I want to say this. That shows the relationship that we have. It's, it's so unique. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, I've been in radio for 24 years. And the relationship we have with the people who listen is so unique. To love to openly mock your attire. Right. He mocked me. I made fun of his mama. Wow. And his grandma. They didn't do anything. No. Other than wearing your shirt, hey, you, probably. You come at the king. Yeah, I mean, when you are wearing women's clothing, you do open yourself it up to not, a certain line of questioning. You know what? I would tell you to go to social media and you could see the shirt. I'm not in one single picture from Wednesday night. You were tucked behind the wall. I was doing music and sound effects and all that stuff. It, I feel like I had the most important job. I think many believe that as well. <laughs> hey, a big night for me tonight, though. What's that? Headed to Billy Joel, Stevie Nicks concert. All right. U.S. Bank Stadium. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, man. Like, sure. Even though Billy Joel, like, we've had this conversation. Conversation. My family was super into him when I was a kid, and now when I listen, I'm like, okay, you know, I get it. Have you found out who's the headliner? There is no, well, I think Stevie Nicks goes on first, then Billy Joel. Okay. There's not even like an opening act. They just, boom, let's get right to it. But dude, I appreciate that info. I'm beating traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Stevie walks off. Well, that's it for me, guys. Uh, well, the, the thing is, though, it's like it's a four-hour concert. Hooey. That, that's too long for me, man. Not that I'm not. It's just like it gets. I don't care who it is. It gets boring after a while. The, well, it, like if you, at least if you're at a festival, like you can leave and go back to your campsite or right. walk around and do yeah, other things. Like this, we're just locked in. Now, we got floor seats. So I'm I'm kind of excited about that. Is it is it at the bank? Yeah. Okay. So it won't be as echoey as when you're sitting up in the stands. Supposedly they say they have fixed the sound in that stadium. When we saw Ed Sheeran there, it was actually pretty good. That's good. It wasn't as echoey as it used to be. And that's not a a dump on U.S. Bank. Like I know Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta yeah. when that first opened up. Like my brother took his wife to go see Garth Brooks there, <laughs> and he said it was awful. Like you couldn't hear anything in the upper deck because it was just all echo and reverb, and it was just terrible. Well, when we went and saw Morgan Wallen and Eric Church. They'd be on the mic talking. I couldn't understand a word they were saying. Yeah, when well, Morgan Wallen would start to like talk to the crowd, yeah. you had no idea what he was. That's exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> yeah. But I, from what I've been told from other people that have gone back to US Bank lately, it, it's gotten better like every single concert. So, well, we'll see what happens tonight when me and the wifey hit the hit the street. Well, those things you got to hang up like you know all sorts of shades and things. They did. Okay. It looks, looks kind of crappy in there. It looks like a single guy's apartment. Like they just hung some sheets up. Oh, well. Like when you don't have curtains, so you hang a sheet over the window. That's what it looked like in there to me. That's class. <laughs> Are we only two weeks away from Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah. Holy cow, that snuck up on me quick. And uh, of course, I'll be doing some traveling next week. I only have like. Four shows before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Left. I'm, I'm not doing a show while you're gone. Oh, well. 
So I'm, I'm take hey, you take time off. I take time off. Why I got to come in and work? Let's just go ahead and get this over with. Okay, you've already gotten about four jokes off. <clears throat> yes, about get them you. out of your system. No, I mean your eyes look disgusting. Now, if you were hanging out with us at the CMA party, you may have noticed I had some irritation in my eye. Right, my eye was red, but I thought. Well, remember a year ago when we went to New York? For some reason, like my entire eyelid just swelled up. That was weird. Yeah, and I took a lot of ribbing. A lot of people said, Wood's got pink eye. Well, it was disgusting. It was disgusting then. It's disgusting now. And I didn't have pink eye. So CMA party, my eye just kind of got red. I thought, dang it, the dog must have jumped up on the, my bed or something. Who knows? Well, didn't your son have pink eye? But that was like a week and a half ago. Stands the reason you would get it too. I then go to the CMA party. I come home that evening. My wife's like, your eye's not looking good. And so she had some of the medicine from Everett. Yeah. She's like, just let me give you a couple of these eye drops. What's it going to hurt, right? Yeah. Good point. What is it going to hurt? Bloop, 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 bloop. Drop it. Woke up the next day. Both eyes are red. <laughs> Thankfully, we had the day off yesterday, right? Yeah. Because I was just like, this is not good. Doctor instantly said, hey, I got your back. Medicine in. It's pink eye. Why are I'm you here. here then? Why are you I here? Got, well, first of all, I'm actually okay to be here because I've been taking the medicine for more than 24 hours. Thank you very much. Because uh, I don't want pink eye. Second of all, get your jokes out. All right? Because uh, the doctor... Now, here's... I'm about to stand up because I need to raise awareness for this. You're actually going to stand up during the show? That's never happened. Red eye awareness. Let's... Our oh pink eye. Oh, my God, dude. Add that to vertigo, Raynaud's disease. You can have pink eye without someone farting in your face. <laughs> I, I knew this. I want this underlined because the second I hear pink eye, I think someone's catching hot ones right to the face. Or you're discussing and you don't wash your hands after the bathroom. Right. There's no other way to get it. There is. How? I've been battling this like throat thing for a little bit. <laughs> they say that if like your sinuses get backed up, and my sinuses get backed up like crazy, Are you, that can cause pink eye. Are you ever healthy? That's my trick. Are you ever healthy? I, I much like the Hulk's always angry. I'm always battling something. That's why my body's such a finely tuned machine. I, you are always have something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether it's a kidney stone or mm-hmm. sinuses, pink mm-hmm. eye, Raynaud's disease. Thank you. Vertigo. Thank it's you. Just like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised it took you that long to get the vertigo. Don't forget about the gout that does flare up at times. Gout. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, are you ever just? Do you ever feel good? Yes, every day. Every day I'm above dirt, buddy. I am just living the dream. I've 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 only known one other person that is sick as much as you are. And and she was sick all the time. Mm-hmm. And and I and I was always I said the same thing to her. How are you always have something going on? I never have anything. I twisted my ankle a little bit yesterday. That's about it. Must doing be nice. Doing yard work. But you are built more like and don't take this the wrong way. I I don't know how I could. You're built like a cab. You know what? You 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 are just you are steady rugged. and true, right? <laughs> Your shocks are fantastic. Thank you, thank you for noticing. You'll run for a million miles. Yes, you can be road hard, put away wet, and guess what? The next day she'll crank right ready back. Ready to go again. I'm more of a sports car. I have to be finely tuned. You're you're like one of those like uh, European sports cars that right. le- that leak oil and people still love them, but they're punks of junk. And you need a special you know computer in order to change oil. And right. whatnot. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into me. That's you. Being me. And I'm okay with that. Well, I, I'm glad that somehow you raised up out of bed this morning to make it into work looking like you do. I will tell you this much. My eyes today yeah. 
look a hundred times better than they did yesterday. Really? Yeah. Because they look terrible today. All right. Well, you don't have to tear down. I'm not tearing down. Up. You're sick. This isn't normally your eyes are crystal white. Uh, there, it looks as if I was hanging out in a college dormitory. <laughs> it does at the wrong time of night for a long time. Like yeah, like your eyes are all glassy and yeah. And no, it's if you were to get pulled over right now, they would think that something was going on. They would think you were drunk, probably. But luckily, I have my wits about me. Right, and they'd be like, "Never mind." Like, just give me the test right he, now. He just says, "Pink eye." He's raising awareness. <laughs> Go to work today, buddy. But yeah, I was I got the clear. I said, you know, should I be staying home? Because I didn't want to. Because you know, like I said, we just have a few shows here before Thanksgiving. Yeah. No, you're good to go as long as you've been taking the medicine. And sure enough, I even got Andrea up this morning and my alarm went off. I just re- rolled over and said, Hey, hey, get up. You gotta give me eye drops. Oh, for Pete's sake. I, I can't do it. I can't. I can't. Because again, I'm you're, such a finely tuned machine. My head dodges it, <laughs> much like Spider-Man. It knows it's a foreign object headed towards your eye. Right. It's just instinct takes over, and my reflexes are so quickly. Bang. <laughs> your poor wife, dude. I cannot give myself eye drops, and I have to get it every four hours. So I just keep saying, "Hey, got to do it. Got to do it. Got to do it." Rachel texted and said, "Wood, I didn't notice your eye at the CMA party. Kelly's shirt was too distracting." Thank you very much. I like that shirt. I don't care what y'all say. That shirt was loud, proud, and right in your face. <laughs> it was. Oh, sorry. I have a little style. I don't just wear t-shirts every time I leave the house. Well, huzzah. Yeah. My I, wife actually put that outfit together. <laughs> well, she's got a flair for something. <laughs> it was. It, it definitely has a very Magnum PI vibe to it. You think? Yeah. It was like corduroy. It's, but the floral patterns underneath your jacket. You look like your mom dressed you up for pictures in 1986. <laughs> I did feel that way. Yeah. Because I had, like, accessories. You had the whole thing going. <laughs> but you had a blast, and that's what matters. Well, I'm Wood, I'm glad that you're here today. I was actually super excited to come into work today. Mm-hmm. I, I feel guilty taking days off. I don't know why. Yeah, it's, and it's you just don't feel like you're doing anything. Right. Well, I did a ton of yard work yesterday. We could get into hot lawn talk, but it's not that interesting. Uh, Dave has my back here. He says, Dave, Dave says, Wood, don't worry about it. Pink eye is nothing. I got hand, foot, and mouth disease as an adult. That Dude, sucks. I got that from my kids. Hand, foot, and mouth, isn't that, it's kind of like chicken pox. That's when you eat poop, isn't it? Well, no, no, that's that other thing that I got. Uh, <laughs> nice. That's Just that, a little poo-poo platter. That's that Shigella or whatever that I had where I almost died. I had like 106 temperature or something That's like that. That's not good. My brain was literally cooking in its shell. Boo. But no, I don't know how hand, foot, and mouth happens, but my kids got it, and then I got it, and that was absolutely terrible. Yeah. I just remember I could not get out of bed. I was so tired, and that rarely ha- I rarely, rarely get sick. This isn't, like, this doesn't, like, hurt or anything, but it's just, yeah, I feel it's, very self-conscious. But it's thank you for mentioning it. You should. You should be self-conscious because it's hard to look at. Mm-hmm. I think I look great. <laughs> you do what? I'm just, you know, I'm just joshing. Well, it's weird. On my walk in this morning, I got offered to buy drugs from six different people, though. <laughs> they were just hanging out in the shadows. Hey, give me some. I'm like, no, I'm going to work. <laughs> it's pink eye. Can we do some history, brother? Come on. Come on, man. Hopefully Monday I have some good stories about going to see Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks tonight. I'm sure. Yeah, check this out, though. You know, you know how my life goes with our finances and stuff. Correct. My wife says if you get dinner, I'll pay for parking and our drinks at the show. Oh my! I'm like, my God! I actually don't have to pay for everything for once. So you're gonna tie one on? Oh, I'm getting hammered, dude. I'm say. on her dime. She's gonna have to drive. Huzzah! She doesn't really drink that much anyway. So win-win for the kid. Mm-hmm. And in bed by nine, uh, probably. <laughs> well, no, the show, that's the thing. The show starts at seven and goes till eleven. Mm-hmm. I'm getting four hours of Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks. 
That's a lot, dude. Uh, Come and bang out like a nine, an hour each. That's all I need. I could be down with the Fleetwood Mac part. Billy Joel, yeah, I'm hitting the, I'm hitting the streets. <laughs> we heading home. It was on this day in 1775. The Continental Marines were created on this day back in 1775. I always tell this story that me and my friend Matt Lunn were going to both join the Marines after high school, right? He did. And he actually is a retired Marine. Well, once a Marine, always a Marine. But he, I say. He's Especially re- on their birthday today. Right. Oh, he's posting about it nonstop, trust mm-hmm. me. But anyway, he so he went through and went through with the whole... But his father was a Marine, so it was kind of in his family. I read a book called Boot Camp that he gave me, and I was like, I can't do this, dude. They just spit you out. I was like, there's absolutely no way I can do this. Yeah, you wouldn't have gotten off that bus. There's like no when way. they get on and scream and you have to go out yeah. and sit on like the painted foots. No. No, I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to get off. I want my mommy. Yeah. So, and again, I, I'm not. I will be the first to admit I'm not tough enough to be a Marine. And I will say this: I am jealous of like the camaraderie Heck and yeah, that brothership the, that they have. Yeah, dude, a hundred percent. And it's it's what. So, like Sean at Freshkin Tattoos, who does my tattoo. Yeah, a Marine. Yep. And you know, I'll pop into the shop every now and then. And some of these times, he's like, "Oh, I served with this guy." And just like the connection they have yeah, to trust another person to that level. And let's be real, like Marines, you guys go into the thick of it. I know. So much respect for them. And to have that. And like my cousin's a Marine and the, the love that he had for the men that he served with, men and women. Yeah. It's, it's something that you either got it or you don't. Yeah. And I am so jealous of those men and women that go do that because that is something you can never take from anybody. Right. And they're, I mean, they're cut from a different cloth than you and I. Well, you and I are soft. And especially this weekend, you know, with like Veterans Day and everything, yeah. man, it just a shout out to all everybody who served. Yeah. But that Marine Corps thing, I just, that is something that is just really, really special. We just learned last night that my nephew, my wife's sister's son, wants to join the Army. And boy, that was not a good conversation. I was like, man, let the kid join, you know, like. But it's scary. It's tough. It's it's terrifying, especially as a mom. You know, she's worried. And that's the thing. I never put myself in the 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 shoes of a parent until like I saw what my aunt went through yeah. with it all. I as my two kids, yeah. if they came and said I want to join the armed forces, I don't know if I would be okay with it. I know it's scary as hell. And I've got people all through my family that served. Right. You know, and, we and have a lot of people listening that serve that'll text in and stuff. And it's like I I, I am so I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not envious isn't the right word. Just like what you have is something I don't have. Right. And so I don't know, you know, if my son Vincent came to me and said, I don't want to go into the army, I'd, I don't know how I'd feel. And that's the thing. It's, it's so, it's such a big decision because you, you've seen it when somebody goes in the military, it's not just them, right? It's your family, your friends, everyone that worries about you all the time. It is a huge commitment for everybody involved. So oh, yeah. if you're out there, if you have served, will serve. Currently serving. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're an amazing person. Um, on this day in 1969, Sunny day, up, away. Sesame Street premiered in 1969, dude. Mm. I always wanted to go to that set of of Sesame Street. Really? I just thought it always looked so cool. Okay. Now, is they've they've obviously had different Big Birds, right? 
There's no way who the first guy who climbed into that suit. Well, the the one there's a documentary about the one guy who did it, and he did it for like 35 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe even 40 years. It was a long time he was Big Bird. Hey, but I don't. Is he even on anymore? Was he doing the voice too? I don't. Or does he just like man it inside and they that voice I don't it off? Know. I guess I didn't pay much attention to the documentary. I was gonna say, got a lot of questions. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do for maybe it's just me today. I'm gonna find out why they called it Sesame Street. Okay. I'm gonna do a little research during the show. Give me some time. I'll be real with you. That seems like a tough gig. Just walk around in a giant bird costume. Yeah, I'm, especially I'm, if you can't talk. I'm guessing it wasn't very well ventilated. I, I hope he got paid. I'm sure he did. I watched the documentary, but I know nothing about him. Mm. Uh, on this day in 1983, you know what that is? What's that? That's Windows starting up. On this day in 1983, Bill Gates introduced Windows 1.0. Ooh. So it, that was the start of the whole thing, man. Way back when. Golly. Can you imagine? Like, I think the first real computer I had was like 1994. And now looking back, like you couldn't do anything with it. Yeah. I mean, I remember we had one for word processing because my mom was a teacher and stuff. Yeah. And there was nothing worse than hitting print and then realizing you had a bunch of typos. <laughs> and you had to go back in. It, that, the old dot matrix printer. You bet. Uh, all right, let's do some birthdays real quick. Wood, oh, one of my favorites, celebrating a birthday today. I'm waiting on the sun yesterday ain't over yet. There's not many celebrities I have a crush on. Miranda Lambert is definitely one, though. Should have shot your shot. Well, I'm married. Well, but she married a regular Joe. Well, again, I'm married. I have no I'm pretty sure she'd have been fine with it. <laughs> I have no plans on divorcing my wife. Adios, Mr. Kelly. She might have other plans, but I have no plans. She may initiate the divorce. For instance, if Billy Joel asked your wife to go backstage today. <laughs> Old man. She's going. She's going. Billy Joel's like 77 years old. Okay. He's going to shoot his shot, though. She might, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, she's trying to live her best life. Yeah. And, you know, since having cancer, she's like, you know what? Any opportunity, I'm going to take it. Climb if you that got a, ladder. If you got a dream, chase it. Because a I'm dream saying. won't chase you back. And Billy Joel, he's got to have a little money. He's got some cheese. Yeah, she's gone. Hey, if she gets Billy Joel, I'm going with Stevie Nicks. You know I like the older lady. You do. <laughs> She'll be like, mm, no. <laughs> uh, pass. <laughs> Where's your wife? Hard pass. Hey, oh, watch yourself. Not that kind of show, man. How old is Miranda Lambert? She's got to be 41 today. Oh, oh wait. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. She's 40. Okay. Over the hill today. Hey, 40, 50's a new 40. Come awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today, one of my favorites. Grew up right down the block in the 80s. Growing up in the 80s was crazy. I was a crack dealer. But I felt sorry for the crackheads. I was seldom crack and didn't feel sorry for them because I was a crack dealer with a heart of gold. <laughs> Tracy Morgan celebrating a birthday today. He has such a good delivery. I know. He sounds like he sounds like almost dumb when he talks, but I, I can't explain it. Like He sounds like an inner thought. Right. I, I can't explain. The, and I don't want to say dumb because that sounds insulting, but he is just absolutely one of my favorites. He's going to be, I'm going to say he's 55 today. Oh, man. You are right on the nose with that one, brother. All right. I'm feeling hot. All right. Of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well. And we should give a quick birthday shout out here. Sarah wanted to text in. She says, hey, can you wish a happy birthday to my husband, Mike? It's his 37th birthday today. Also, his last day of work for the season tomorrow or today at Knife River. Oh, the, Come on. the concrete place? Yeah. Okay. 
All so, right. happy birthday, Mike. Have yourself a hell of a weekend. Buddy. Absolutely. And uh, shout out to Jack, our listener, who texted in a picture. He is at the southernmost point of the United States right now. Yes. Down in uh, Florida. Mm-hmm. Lucky man. Look, actually, it's going to be in the 60s next week. I don't even care about Florida. Oh, all I right. I ain't worried about Florida. Oh, huzzah. All right. And then uh, OT Jim said, happy birthday, Marines. Yep. Semper Fi. Absolutely. Am I allowed to say Semper Fi? I think you are, but you're not claiming it. Like, no. There's no stolen honor in here. No. no I don't no. let that happen. In front not of at all. Yeah. Never. Never that. Apologize. Uh, all right, we got. Come on, dude. We got to get on track. This show has been a mess today. I haven't even enjoyed it yet. We have. <laughs> we have. What's, I'm not enjoying myself today. 